Wow, I really hear that crunching on that ice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now that's the ASMR I've been looking for. Get your scraggly beard rustlings out of here and give me that crunchy ice. Tuesday podcast episode 368. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the muzzy of podcasting, <laughs> Tyler Driveblade. All right, hello kids. Are you ready to learn today? Yeah, uh, we, yeah, yeah, we are. Ich bin dick. Uh, that's the only thing I remember <laughs> from Lucy, which means I am fat. Yes. So uh, we're going to be learning about uh, dogs and Braille and energy, and Mary's going to be learning about all of that with us. Hey, Mary. Hi. Did you what? What language did Muzzy attempt to teach you? I didn't actually use Muzzy for language learning, but I do remember the commercial where they were like saying stuff in French, and then the lady would come in and be like, "No, those children aren't French; they're American." Hi, and then she was like, "Start talking about <laughs> Muzzy," and I thought that was really funny. No, I went to schools. Yeah. Well, well they me too. language at those. Yeah, but I guess, well, maybe my teacher was lazy because she used a lot of Muzzy videos. Seriously? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't learn a lot in, like, when I was doing, like, Spanish elementary school. It was like, let's learn the colors every year mm-hmm. from kindergarten through eighth grade. Yeah, I definitely so. learned the colors more than once. Yeah. The thing is, the colors aren't really that useful. They're more... Rojo. Uh, how many you got? You got a uh, you got orange in you. Is that honor on Hado? Yes. See. Si. I I was I was gonna correct you, and then I remembered that the word I was thinking of is orange, the fruit, which is close to that, but not that. Naranja. Yeah. Oh my god! Got it in me. Got it. How about how about what beer oh, do you boy. have? Tell me that in Spanish. Oh, thanks. Hey, Tyler, Tyler the host. Yeah, get out of my turf. Stay you mean which cerveza do I have? I don't actually have like a Spanish beer though. Um, See, you could I... actually tell that Sam and I were going to rumble this episode because I'm wearing a white tank and he's wearing a black tank. So you uh, both have beards, right? So, so clearly, oh uh, well, his has a hamburger on it, yeah. cheeseburger. Whereas mine only has the stain from where I was eating a hamburger. No. You don't eat hamburgers, you goof. I don't. It's true. Uh, I'm sorry, Mary. I completely interrupted you. What do we got going on? Yeah, what okay, do you think, I Tyler? have... Oh, do you guys want to know what I have? Didn't we already do you? <laughs> I mean, we can skip me. Sucks. I'll just leave if you guys no, want to, like, verbally punch it I out. Want, I want to be the one to go. <laughs> no, I have... Okay, I have from our friends Founders Brewing... I think it's just called their Porter... It just says porter, and then it says dark, rich, and sexy. And there's a like a Victorian lady on it. Yeah, I've and had she that looks before. That's sexy. Good. I of think course, it's just a porter. I don't know. We should note here would... that the political views of Mary don't necessarily reflect those of the Bruce A. Tuesday podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, Mary, we're no longer allowed to drink founders. Oh, that's uh, right, because they suck. Right, you might Honestly, not have gotten the message. I just forgot. No, I did get the message. Oh, no. Should I just throw this in the garbage? They already got my money. Yeah, money. I mean, you may as well drink it now. 
Oh crap! You, yeah, you no, should. You I should throw it in the garbage store, by drinking and I was just it. Like I really want like a dark beer that's tasty, but there was like nothing really that fit that bill because I was at the normal grocery store and I was like, this porter looks good. I like this sexy lady on it. And I totally forgot that we don't like founders anymore. That's all good. Uh, pop Oops. it in your mouth. Tell us what you think. Well, I haven't poured it out yet because I'm still talking about it. Well, pop it in the glass. Then okay, pop it sec. in your mouth. Six point five percent ABV. A hundred percent. Regret. Regret. Hundred percent. Right, here it is. Black it's got a very powder. like dark head. I'm trying. It. I'm gonna. I'll rate it really low just to like burn. Him. <laughs> got him. Oh, it's gross. Just kidding. It's actually fine. It's a porter. Yeah, I mean, it on the bottle. It's like, it's sweet, strong chocolate, caramel malt presence, robust, cozy like velvet. It's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was good. Founder does make good stuff. They're also racist. Those I things forgot. don't That's don't necessarily. Racist. Those things don't necessarily cancel each other out. Gosh, dang so, it. Yeah. It's like how Tyler's a great dancer, but he's also racist. I'm, I'm not a great dancer. Like, I just like forget stuff, and there's just been so many things to be so mad about since the founders thing. Dang it. Hey, I'm not here to judge. I mean, I've crossed you off the list of woke allies that I keep on my wall. That's but, fine. You know. <laughs> that seems fair. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, um, yeah, so moving on, uh, I have New Belgium's Sparkling Lime Lager, which I think is going to be gross. Uh, it's 4.4% ABV. Now, New Belgium, I do like uh because fat tire was one of the first beers i really started to get into but you know they're kind of more in the macro-ish end of the micro beers it's a pseudo craft <laughs> yeah crafty but yeah i think this is going to be gross but i couldn't not get it um it has basically no head very clear there's no bubbling or anything like that smells like lime i also want to say it smells salty but that just might be like you know, if I smell lime, I think I smell salt. You know what I mean? Because you think it's a margarita. Right. Hmm. It's very limey. That's basically the main note here. It's kind of like drinking a, uh, like if if you got like a like a gin and tonic, but also mm. they put a bunch of malts in there. <laughs> that's what that's what this is. Like if they got you got a gin and tonic, but then they forgot. They're, they're on a tonic, so they put some, like, beer in it. Right. If, like, you ate your Cheerios with gin and tonic <gasps> instead of milk, that's what this would, that's what this tastes like. Yikes. Man, gin and tonic is, like, the worst cocktail. Like, I, Absolutely I might, not. It's one might, of the best. I might rather yeah. have Malort than G&T. Uh, I would say it's top five for me. It's, like, what I get when I don't know what else to get. It's just my right. default. Yeah, you get you get a G and T or like a like a uh, like a Jack and Ginger or something. That's another yeah. pretty classic. Well, yeah, because Jack yeah. and Ginger tastes good and G and T tastes bad. Well, a gin and tonic makes me feel like an old timey colonial explorer because of the kind. So refreshing. And because you're a racist, you're like I have it to go me, yeah. imperialize someone. I'm, I'm not gonna... doing great this episode. <laughs> Unless we have any racist listeners, they're probably like, yes. Finally, very subplot. Finally, we have a racist on the show. Do you think? Do you think? Gosh the racists, dang it! Do you think the racists that listen to this show are irritated when it's me, Sam, and Zach, or me, Sam, and Jed? They're like, "Come on, 
Because of all the Jews? Right, exactly. (laughs) And they, like, feel much more comfortable when, like, you or Boris is a guest. Guess. Now you're going to be real comfy with me. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) This is like that time I said age is just a number, and then it got weird into, like, oh, no. (laughs) I'm just the worst on this show. Well, uh, Sam, what are you drinking? Great. Great job. I keep trying to save Mary. I keep trying to move into other beers, and then she's just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go conquer Africa or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good, okay, good defense. Speaking of, yeah. I, have... <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to conquer Africa. That sounds hard. <laughs> sounds hard. Wait, that's your concern? <laughs> Oof. Call you King Leopold. I have Innis and Gun, Blood Red Sky... Rum barrel aged red beer. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. So I'm not a big rum head. Uh. So I'm not sure if I'll like this. Also, I don't generally love red ales. Oh, this doesn't even say red ale or red lager. It says red it beer. Says red beer. So I don't know. Oh. I don't know how this was fermented, other than in a barrel. I like red ale. You almost never see it though. I mean, it's the same thing as an amber. It just seems nicer. Yeah. I can't tell if I don't like this because it's bad or because it tastes like rum. But, but I, don't <laughs> well, like I don't like it. Okay. This also, is what it's... the pandemic has really taken from us is that in-person second opinion that I can offer yeah, when I was true. at your house. But, oh well. That's also what my unborn child has taken from this show is I can't get three stacks to take a sip of this either. Yeah, really. You can have a sip of it if you wanted to. The, the thing is, she totally could. She won't even drink N.A. beers. I know, and I respect her decision because it's her body, but she totally could. She totally could. Uh, <laughs> her, her plan is, once the kid is here, to... To just get wasted. Well, I think she overestimates the degree to which she'll have lost her tolerance. So she plans on starting back up by drinking... NA beers, which are really like 0.5%. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to feel that. You know that, right? But at the same time, I don't want her... I bought her some pumpkin today. Uh, yeah. And I don't think she should be drinking pumpkin, like, no. straight after the fact. It's probably it's probably true. Well... I love pumpkin. I'm so glad it's pumpkin time. It's... I mean, it's almost pumpkin that. time. I hate that now is pumpkin time. I like pumpkin time, though. There's just so little to be happy about. Why can't we just have the pumpkin? It's just still too hot. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I guess. So speaking of things that are real hot, uh, remember when Australia was on fire? That was pretty hot. It's not on fire anymore, but they are doing crazy stuff over there. Jesus Christ. So we're going to go to... (laughs) It's a really good transition. I think my transitions would be better if... After every one I did, you guys didn't go, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I mean, I, just, I said it was good transition. Should I not yeah, point out that you're transitioning? Were, you were lying. <laughs> I mean, I've lost all credibility this episode, so that seems fair. Tyler, I feel like it's a it's like a circular logic thing, though, because if you didn't do shitty transitions all the time, I wouldn't Whoa. say things all the time. Whoa. I don't. I feel, I'm just, you know, I'm feeling very attacked. I just, I love I'm attacking being on the podcast you. just while I'm saying lies. Well, you know, you brought on that racist beer, Mary, and it just changed the energy, and now we're all, oh, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Just like they didn't know what to do with all this extra beer in Australia. 
<laughs> from CNN.com, we have beer unsold during Australia's coronavirus lockdown has been turned into renewable energy. You know, much like in the U.S., where uh, vendors have not been able to, you know, sell their or, or sell beer at like bars or restaurants and stuff like that, a uh, big glut of unused beer was piling up. And so um, in Australia, uh, South Australia, I should say, they have been used to create uh, biogas, which is then turned into electricity. Um, so basically, you can take like organic waste and sewage sludge and introduce microbes to that and they'll eat up all the shit in there and produce gas and that gas can then presumably be burned to create energy uh and so the beer because of its you know carbohydrate rich profile is is really good to make this biogas and so it's churning out like a shitload more energy than they normally produce at this plant so Y'all seen The Matrix? Yeah. So you know how they, uh, in like the the real world or whatever, the non-Matrix world, humans are used as batteries? Yes. You know that wasn't the original intent? Yeah, it was, it was, they used their, them for the computing power. Their brains to make the network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but they thought people were too dumb to understand that, so they made them into double A's. Well. But that's just the internet. Well. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was like using it was like using them as a server farm. I mean, but like back then, the idea of the internet and a server farm weren't things people knew about, and also True. weren't things that I would have known about when I was a kid. Also, uh, you know, uh, the lady with the short hair who gets killed like instantly in the Matrix. Switch. Yeah, Switch. In the original um, script, Switch was like one gender in the real world and one gender in the Matrix, and it That's was like. Why a tr- they were called right it was like a trans yeah it was like a trans analogy because obviously both of the wachowskis are are trans i didn't know yeah. they both were the only one of them was i uh, know one transitioned oh, and then several years later the other did as well i guess i didn't hear that second piece of news good for, yeah good for them for figuring their shit out um yeah and and I, i'm assuming the studio was like whoa whoa, 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 whoa. this is gonna scare everybody you can't do that they were like ew gay yeah yeah it was a different time anywho who brought out the matrix i did uh, I was thinking, uh, they should load me into a pod and feed me refried beans, and I'll provide them with plenty of biogas, if that's what they're after. Uh, well, so, the problem with that is the problem with doing this, like, continuously. Um, you put a lot more energy into producing the beer than you make back by then turning the beer into biogas. Presumably, it takes more energy to create and feed you black beans, or refried beans, excuse me. I, than, I, than... I would also be fine with black beans if they're more efficient. <laughs> I would prefer refried, but I also love black beans. You put, You'll do your part. Yeah. Put a little hot sauce in bean. there. Sorry? What about a refried black bean? Yeah, I mean... Do you gotta be pinto? I prefer a pinto, but I, I, the thing is, non-refried, I prefer black. Refried, yes. I prefer pinto. I'm just so I... interesting. Sam, I think I agree with that. Hell yeah. But, uh, so yeah, this is not, like, economical to do all the time. But because there was a glut of beer and they couldn't do anything else with it, uh, this works out great. It's providing a lot of energy, and it's pretty cool. There's really no downside to this, except, I guess, that these people couldn't sell their beer because people are getting sick and dying. Well, Well, it's a lot of downsides to the pandemic. On the subject, not of downsides to the pandemic, but, um... Being ecologically friendly in the beer world, 
I have the thrilling conclusion to my series. Ooh. This is uh, regrained super grain puffs, aged sharp cheddar with parmesan and blue cheese. Oh, blue cheese? Can I get an intro on what the series is? Because I don't listen to the show. You don't, huh? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's like it's, a, Are you eating snacks? Yeah, it's a snack chip where um, uh, one of the key ingredients is uh, spent grain. Now, the have you been other... trying different flavors? Hang on, let's play Mary Guesses the segment. Have you had? <laughs> do you have multiple flavors of the same type of chip, and so you're trying all the flavors? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So, other important background: he's had two other flavors, and one of them was good, one of them was bad. So, this is really the tiebreaker. It's very. This one's exciting. gonna be in the middle. Is it Parmesan and blue cheese? I hate blue cheese. Well, it's, I also don't like blue I, cheese. I hate blue cheese. But it's aged sharp cheddar with Parmesan and blue cheese. The they should have just the, left the blue cheese out. They definitely yeah, should have. Like, but the flavor profile is cheddar. Cheddar primarily. Um, these are, like Mary suggested, in between. Um, definitely way better than the smoked salt and pepper. And worse than barbecue. But I still... If forced to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, which I am, I would give this a thumbs up. Ah, ba 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 ba. So uh, this segment, while it has certainly run its course, may come back if they ever send us those Mexican street corn flavored uh, regrains that have been on back order. Would you say this segment has been spent? Yes. Yay! All right. <laughs> Uh, now, I believe I asked the other people who were on while participating in this uh, segment, what, what is the what is the strangest snack food you've ever had? So now you're being uh, asked, Mary. I know, I'm trying to think. For, for any thought not found. I can't tell if she's frozen or still thinking. I think, I think she's... Trying... Okay, here we go. I feel like the, like, if you're... Cause... Uh, the thing strange is such a weird a as an adjective yeah, because I, I don't want to be like this was weird for me as an American white lady but it's like not weird for large swaths of people in the rest yeah, of the world I was just thinking that because like uh, you're such a weeb like I'm yeah. sure you ate some, some stuff that would be considered whack here when you're in Japan but in Japan yeah, would not be considered like, whack chips and stuff but I think like they were all good I don't remember them any of them being like weird I don't think uh, weird necessarily means bad. I, I guess I would say maybe we That's can re re reframe this question I to guess be things, one thing things you I would guess... be shocked to see at Ameri an American grocery store. Okay, yeah. So well, I actually no, thought of one not... thing. So I, I thought of a thing. Okay, all right. Should we shop at yeah, the Asian stores quite a bit around town. And then we like there's a you can get like dried squid that's been like powdered with different stuff. And you eat that as a snack. It's kind of like a jerky but it tastes like squiddy a little bit. And when okay. you say powdered, is that like you can get a Cajun flavor or? I think it's pretty much just like very spicy or like less spicy. Okay. Like <laughs> <favorite options. laughs> but those are good. All right. But I guess All those right. would be considered strange. Quote unquote. Yeah. So squid jerky. Yeah. All right. Fair dues. It's good. Do you recommend if you're into eating squid? I think that I might not be. Although calamari is sure. good, but I just love fried things. That's right. Yeah, basically. Are you still eating fish, Tyler? 
Oh, man, I wish. Um, not nearly as much. So uh, I, I do live on another coast. Like, I went from one coast right to another coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the it's it, everything's a lot more expensive out here. So I can't just go and get, like, some random rockfish, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, which is a bummer. I think she was asking in, t- in terms of your um, r- restricted diet. Fish is still on the table. Mostly I wanted to know, like, if you went to a store and saw a dried squid there, would you be able to eat it? Yeah. Yeah. You should eat some of it. It's actually, it's very good. All right. Well, you know, if I ever stumble across some squid jerky, I will, I'll make sure to try it. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'm out for, out for trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I guess is kind of new in the United States is uh, Braille labels for beer. So we're going to go to vinepair.com for our next article. With Braille on its label, this Ohio brewery's new beer supports the visually impaired. Okay, can I can uh, I ask something before we read this article at all? Are you gonna yeah. say Braille? But like ale? No. Braille? No, you got you, do you wanna actually do that one instead of asking me if you're gonna do that joke? You wanna just do that joke? What is your joke? Was that the same joke? No, I was gonna do a completely different joke. So I'm trying to let you instead of just being like I did it first, like actually like make make the joke. No, I already did the way I wanted to do it. So. You sure you don't want to take a second pass at that? Nope. All right. Do you think it says it anywhere uh, on here in Braille um, to not drink and drive? I. Uh... So. So we'll never get that time back. Um, <laughs> but we can. <laughs> we can keep moving on, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Westside Brewing out of Cincinnati has teamed up with a local organization, which is uh, the Cincinnati Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired, to release Braille Ale, which is kind of like what you were saying, Mary. Uh, And it looks like it's targeted towards you. It's a raspberry goza. You'd drink that. Would totally drink that. Uh, And so they have uh, Braille on the label. And I guess this is a tricky thing to do because, like, Braille, if you didn't realize, has to be 3D, and most labels are not 3D. So they had to, like, do some some wizardry to get the Braille on there. But they did, and uh, proceeds from this will go to, I don't know, some a portion of sales will go to the, the, the local organization, the CABV or whatever. So uh, they're not just like raising awareness or whatever. They're actually donating money, which was, of course, what I was looking for. Because that's um, the thing we're, we're yelling about constantly on here. Always. Well, you know, being from the Hebraic background, I'm very uh, dollar-driven, Samuel. So, Mary, you got anything to say about that? <laughs> Want to call him a penny pincher? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so so that's good. Uh, I have some other thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts first. So my first thought is, other than the great joke I made earlier that you guys didn't like, and I don't know why, uh, is I'm just looking at this picture, and I this must just be like not a real picture. It must be like a, a rendering, because you can see where some of the Braille is, especially on the side. Like, and given it's the, not three-dimensional. Yeah, given the angle, you would definitely be able to see raised edges, and they are not there. And it just, yeah, I think yeah. this is for the graphic. It's, uh, and I, it's, I get that it's for the graphic, and that's fine, but 
it feels like it should be important to them, even if they were going to do it, like, fakely, mm-hmm. to, in the graphic, have these be raised, because that's the fucking point. It just, this is just it making just seems me really realize, weak. like, how much stuff just at a store, like, does not have Braille on it, which is, Almost like, everything. Yeah. And so that just makes me feel terrible. Well, I do... So, not being a member of the blind community... I often wonder how useful Braille really is because you have to, like... No, it's there. Right, exactly. And now for some things, like, it makes sense. Like, I think, you know, and because I'm involved in parks, this is the first thing I think of, but you know, like, waysides, you're walking along a trail and there's, like, a little informational sign? Mm -hmm. Like, it makes sense to have Braille on there. You're like, oh, this is the only thing around... Let me put my hand on it. I'm sure somewhere on here I can find some Braille. Like, I get that. But, like, especially, like, bathrooms in airports and stuff like that. Like, how do you even know the bathroom is there, much less the sign? How do you find that Braille? How is that helpful? I just don't know. I mean, maybe you're getting some assistance from someone who works for the airport to get Uh to the bathroom in the first place. I'm not sure. Man, and now I'm just thinking about how fucking tough it must be in pandemic times like you got to put your paws all over stuff to read and yeah. then i imagine immediately you want to sanitize this is example number uh 1000 lucky number 1000 of me realizing uh my privilege yeah so yeah. i i win a diet coke <laughs> that's good i just i mean there's got to be some point to it you know i just I, not being a blind person it seems very I don't know. Difficult to me. Yeah, I uh, I don't have any blind friends to invite on the show, unfortunately. I just want to point out really quick at the end of the article, they talk about how for over a decade, thoughtful <laughs> Japanese brewers have been stamping variations of the word beer in Braille on top of their cans to differentiate the drink from regular cans of soda. So that's nice. That's yes. That's so Japan's sort of all over this. That's way better. I mean, I think to the point you were driving at initially, Tyler, about this usefulness. A blind person isn't going to, like, open their open the cooler at a liquor store and feel all of the cans to see if any of them have Braille. Because I mean, I would they don't. Not yeah. Also, like most people, myself excluded, would be like pick up a can and be like, "Ooh, what is this?" And they'd be like, "Raspberry goes," and they'd be like, mm, "And I like, put it back." <laughs> Do you have any other cans that have Braille on them that I can read? And it's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, and then I th- I think you have to buy it anyway because you're like, well. At least they did that. Good job, guys. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I was going to mention that as well, Mary. I do think it's funny that it's, like, a big deal that a company in America is doing it, and Japan has just been doing it for 10 years, and they also didn't have a problem of printing it on the label because they just put it on the top of the can. Yeah, smarter than us. (laughs) Just amusing to me. Um, But, you know, overall, I I do think this is a good thing, especially because they're donating that money. If you're a blind person uh, and you're willing to, you know, take a moment to educate some dummies who could probably just Google it, uh, email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at Bruce or yeah, at BruceDayTuesday or comment on our links at BruceDays.com. I would love to hear how you use Braille. Also, we'd love to have you on the show because that would be uh, more informative than an email in all likelihood. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Also, Uh, I'm terrible. Please don't let me be on the show anymore. Take my spot (laughs) on the show. Uh, Tyler, I, I agree with you about, uh, this not being a shithead thing. 
I do think that we would be talking about this a lot differently if this were a raising awareness thing. Oh, yeah. Because them actually putting Braille on the can is like such a just a, a novelty thing. And when you do a novelty thing to raise money for a good cause, I'm behind it. And when you raise, when you do a novelty thing to raise awareness, then I think uh, you're a money grubbing fuck. So, good job not being money grubbing fucks. Yes. Yay, you did it. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. The only good thing to happen in Ohio. I think it feels like it's a thing people say in Wisconsin. So I feel like it's just you know I like to be on the bandwagon. They got like, to oh, cleave. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? Do we like cleave? I don't know. I I'm don't sure know. you. I, I'm sure you're a big fan of their baseball team. Oh. Oh, because of the like, you know, racial problems with the team name. Yeah, those ones. Yeah. yeah, the 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 team from Washington was having all those troubles, and the team from Cleveland was just like, keep our head down, power through this. I really like that the team from Washington was like, we're going to announce our name on this day or whatever, and the day rolled around, and they were like, we could not decide on a name, so now we are just the Washington football team, or like whatever they're going yeah. by. We're, we're like, not oh, cool. that far away from football season. Are they not going to have a name? And I, I guess the bigger thing is... They're not going to have like a mascot. They're still going to be a team. What's going to be on their helmet? Like right now... Probably like a W. No, it's it's nothing. It's it's red and with like a, a gold stripe or whatever. So they basically but, just like took the helmet and just took the like their they own just mascot took, Yeah, they just it. took the logo off. I'm People are making that. a big that's deal like, about it. I mean, like the like, Browns don't do the same thing. Yeah, there's there's a there's a yeah. lot of teams that just have yeah. the color, which is totally yeah. fine. And like, I've been, I Dan Snyder's the the world's biggest shithead, uh, and he finally did this thing. Uh, if they if they are the Washington football team for the next hundred years, that's completely fine with me. They don't yeah. need, they don't, like they're not offending anyone by not having a name. It's like weird that they can't pick one, but like okay. <laughs> Listen, the Washington Nationals is not a good name. It doesn't make any sense, but it's not going to make anybody mad. So just go that route. What's you think the they were like throwing out like ideas of names, and they were all just like equally problematic or worse than the current name. And they were like, "We can't say that. We can't say that word either." And the guy, like Dan Snyder, is like, "Why not? I say it all the time." It's just like, "Oh no." The Washington Harvest Mites. Am I right, Samuel? I get it. Listen, yeah, that's a good. That's uh, an Easter egg for listeners. <laughs> What's the so other than the uh, offensive ones like the Braves and the one in Cleveland? Um, what's the dumbest sports name that you're aware of? So I feel like the dumbest ones are all based on relocations. Uh huh. So like the Los Angeles Lakers used to be from Minnesota, where the term Laker makes some amount of sense. It kind of doesn't because make that a, much a sense because there. there's a lot of lakes there, and now they're in Los Angeles, where there aren't really lakes, and there's still the Lakers. There might be like one. But, like, it doesn't make any Tahoe. sense. And it's it's kind of the same thing with Memphis Grizzlies, originally in Vancouver. The Utah Jazz, originally in New Orleans. These things that's did make sense. I was always really confused about the Jazz. Yeah, that, that's why. So uh, any of those relocation-based ones would be my answer to your question, Tyler. Also, like, the Anaheim Ducks. Because, like, if you were a duck, you'd be so bad at hockey because your little feet would just slide around the ice. You could say that about the Phoenix Coyotes, couldn't you? I mean, I like... The Ducks are, like, closer to home for my heart, so... Or I'm the from, Stingrays. From there. The Stingrays yeah. would just die. Yeah, that would be actually extra sad Wait, if you were, like, Stingray flopping around. The Stingray is not a hockey team. I don't know. The Rays? Is it that? The Rays are a baseball team? 
Oh shit. Well, I mean, they couldn't play baseball very well either. They couldn't get nice then, I guess. Oh, is that where, is, okay? Well, Giants wouldn't be very good at football or baseball because they wouldn't, they wouldn't fit. Actually, actually, I, I feel like football they would just destroy it'd be great. everything. Yeah, it'd be great. No, because they would as soon as the ball was snapped, they would be out of bounds and the play would be ended. I mean, it depends on how big of a giant yeah, it we're talking like about. A giant. Yeah. Like if it's like if it's like the eater of worlds and he's like right. as big as like half the planet, like yeah, he's gonna have some trouble fitting Even, in the stadium. Do I have to do I have to break out a monster green. manual right now to figure out how big these guys are? Because I won't. I mean, jolly green giant, too big. But like you know, Hagrid size for sure. He was half giant. You could be like eight times Hagrid size and still be good to go. Yeah, you could be a big dude. Yeah, big dude, big lady. Or whatever. lady, yeah, or lady. I mean, I yeah. think I think at that point, even at Hagrid's side, you you might have trouble hanging on to the ball in the same way as I would have trouble hanging on to a single grain of sand. I don't know that you it do would it, be. Though, you just kind of yeah. pick it up and then you just lean over like boop and just like tap the end zone. I don't know that it's an issue of holding on to it. It's more of an issue of not obliterating it. You not know, healing it on accident. Yeah. It'd be a lot of like uh, uh, replacement costs associated with an all giant team. It'd be it'd be the new deflate gate because you deflate it by popping it. That's, I think if you true. were like a big enough giant that the football was the size of like a small lime, and I am, hand, that would be plenty big enough to just like destroy everyone else on the football field. So so we're talking about uh, like a like a Boban sized man. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's, uh, my new goal. My new goal is to talk about Boban in every episode. <laughs> what is Boban? Uh, he's he's a basketball player that's so big that he can dunk the ball without jumping. Wow. He's massive. He's very he big. He uses an iPad like an iPhone. Oh, you sent me the picture of the man with the iPhone before. I've seen this. You can't you... remember the simple name Boban Marjanovic? The way you said it, I was in like D and D monster mode. I thought he was just like another mythical creature I from mean... like Dune or something that I haven't read. I I do think he is a mythical monster creature. <laughs> At least Mary didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> because I think everybody from Eastern Europe is a monster. Oh boy. <laughs> At least they're white. I, I mean, if you consider if you consider potato colored to be white, I guess. <laughs> oh no. Do you guys want to talk about adoptable dogs as like a nice palate cleanser of this horrible topic we're on? Yeah, let's go to foxnews.com. Oh, yeah, let's get yeah, away from my, the racism and go to Fox favorite News. favorite website. <laughs> yeah, thanks for steering us to Fox News, Mary. Gosh dang it. I just wanted to talk about dogs. Well, yeah, from foxnews.com, brewery sending adoptable dogs to deliver beer to customers on National Dog Day. So, Golden Road Brewing, who I hate, uh, Why? will be because they're disgusting. They just make disgusting, disgusting beer. Okay. That's this, that's really the, yeah. This promo seems great, but their beer is not good. I, it's not like Founders or uh, or Brewdog or anything like that. Like I don't know that they've done anything especially shitty. I just know that their beer tastes like ass. Are they one of the ones um, that got bought out, or is that Golden? They did something else. No, Golden Road. They got bought out by AB. Okay, maybe that's why they suck ass. Maybe yeah. I don't know that I had any of their beer pre buyout, but it's disgusting. Uh, but they are, they are, uh, they have this package. It's a $50 package. It'll get you two six packs of their new Hazy Pup IPA, 
some some swag and some special goodies, which I think are the same thing, and 20 minutes of puppy playtime. Yay! So basically, uh, you donate $50 to the Dog Rescue Wags and Walks through Golden Road's hazypup.beer website, and you get two six-packs of the beer, and um, you'll be visited by two or three puppies or dogs, so oh don't expect gosh. puppies, because it could be a dog. But two to three of them! Yeah, basically they bring like this like 10 by 10 puppy playpen, and you get to spend 20 minutes with the dogs. Oh my god! So... Again, good that they're donating. I like the donating. Donating takes a lot of sting out of my criticism. But uh, criticism number one, 20 minutes, not that many minutes to cuddle with these dogs. And so you panic adopt them because they start taking them away. And you're like, no, I love him, please. And then you adopt them right there. These must all be adoptable dogs, right? Oh, they are all adoptable yes. dogs. Yes, that is in the title. That yes, is the I'm point sorry. and the goal of this, yep. I believe. So much like that company that put adoptable dogs on uh, their cans... Uh, they're bringing the adoptable dogs to you and forcing you to bond with them, which is honestly a good strategy. But like I said, I don't like Golden Road. I think 20 minutes is too short a time. Uh, not something that I would do. Can I just like um, call out the first comment on this article from this oh, man why? named Jack CH46? He says, are the dogs getting at least minimum wage? This is racist. Just mm-hmm. to like keep the theme going. Um... I don't know what this means. I can't tell whether that is someone super far, like far, so far left of me that I don't understand them anymore, or someone super far right making fun of far left. I think they're trying to make a joke, but yeah, I think they're doing a poor job of owning the libs. They have one like. Is it yours? No, I'm gonna (laughs) thumbs it down. There, I thumbs it down. That'll show them. Take that, society. I like uh, I like this one picture here. With, uh, oh, I'm so bad at identifying dog breeds. Maybe a basset hound. It's got those uh, long flop ears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there are four cans lined up uh, against yeah. its midsection. And I don't know if this was intentional, but it seems like those are little cans of beer. Uh, that are nursing. Yeah, feasting on her udders. <laughs> yeah. It does look like that. I noticed that too. It is so cute. I like this whole thing. For my favorite website. <laughs> Plus, also the the dog in the other picture is wearing shades, which is always a win. Always extremely good. So you guys, you guys have no problems with this. You're all in. Yeah, sure. So can Why I expect? Not? Can I expect you to be donating fifty dollars? I don't think I live in this area to get the experience. Oh, is it only in one area? That's lame. I don't actually know. Well, it's a Los Angeles-based brewery, but I, I kind of am assuming that there, it's not going to be all over the place. Like, how could that possibly, like, they would have to coordinate with so many shelters for... Oh, like, here we go. The service will only be available in parts of Los Angeles. Select regions in the Los Angeles area. Yeah. I know you're from, uh, from SoCal. How close are you to actual Los Angeles? Not, not now, uh, I mean, like, not that but... far, because we I grew up in Orange County, which is the county that directly neighbors Los Angeles County to the south. Central city of L.A. could be, like, an hour away, less, depending on traffic. Get some of your fam to do this and report in. I want to check in with them. Also, Tyler, the thing about 20 minutes with a puppy is the first three minutes are the best, and then you're like... All right, you're being a little annoying. And then a minute later, they're asleep. And it's like, oh, thank God. You have two dogs. Yeah, which is why I'm an expert and can tell you this for certain. 
And you've hated your dogs since you first three minutes you loved them. Since then, you've been not on board. A downward spiral. That just uh, it, it just comes in waves. And I don't think he, I think 20 straight minutes of puppy excitement would would overload you. I don't know. I had, I think I talked about this on the show. I had um, a puppy pen delivered to my bridal shower that my sister threw for me. And I think they were there for like 45 minutes to an hour. And it was just like the best. See, the best that sounds more time. reasonable. Yeah. Now it's great. How many puppies? Uh, probably a dozen. It was definitely it was definitely a mix of puppies and then like small dogs. So it was not definitely was not all puppies, but was still all very cute. There was like little Yorkie things and little like dachshund guys and like little like white fluffy things. It was very very good, very cute. Can I shift to a theory that I have about this offer? Sure. Um so they talk about it was it's you get beer, puppies, swag and goodies. Special uh-huh. goodies. The fact that swag and special goodies are different line items makes me suspicious that um, this is a, a front and this is uh, cocaine or something. Like this, you think it's legal out there, isn't it? Cocaine? Wait, not, oh, you're not talking about weed. Sorry, you said cocaine. That is not legal out there. Not yet. Anywhere. I mean, if us libcucks have our way, all drugs will be legal. Uh, and that's, murder. That's, and mandatory. That's the future, that's the future liberals want. Uh, so you think they're your your extra goodies? Like you'd go on there and be like, "Yeah, I'd like, you know, some uh, some dogs delivered to sixty nine sixty nine Shady Bush Ave," and they come over and give you your dogs. Well, I think you they ask you what goodies you want, and they say we have bandanas and bottle openers, and you say, mm-hmm. uh, "How about?" cocaine a cocaine unit i don't even know what a cocaine unit would be like i almost said a dime bag i don't know if you can get you can't get dime bags of cocaine i have to i think you buy i think you buy coke in grams okay yeah so so i I bet what it actually is is like swag is probably stuff that's branded with golden road brewing and special goodies is probably like maybe they partnered with like a local a local bakery it's like something that doesn't have like a local local logo on it but it's like something else you get as a present right yes like some bolivian marching powder i get it or like doggy treats is that what they're calling it now i guess we're not hip anymore tyler we don't know all the terms for cocaine like how much how much how much for a quap of doggy treats am i right i guess i'm right i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, great. I don't know. I feel like we've had a lot of digressions, a lot of off-topic discussions, but I'm not sure that we've dug into anybody's uh, recent activities. We did, my, we, did, we did my content already. Well, yeah, you ate. I do have a sort of, I do have a sort of weird story that I would like to talk about. Absolutely. I hope this isn't. This is, I don't know. So I was in my house Uh-oh. the other day. I think it was like Wednesday, maybe, and then. The doorbell rang, and it's true millennial. I was like, oh, no, God, someone's at the door, and I did not answer the door, and I could see on my little camera thingy that it's like, a lady. Oh, you got one I of those know. camera thingies? Hmm? Do you recommend those camera thingies? I don't have one of those. Yeah, I like the Nest Cam. We can talk about those later if you want. Don't get the ring. They will steal all of your info. Good to know. Yeah, Nests are better than rings. Anyway, so didn't know who it was. She kind of stood on the porch for a while and, like, walked away, and I was like, 
you know, talking to, I guess, senior Tesla, like, oh my God, the lady is at the door. Like, I don't know who it was. Oh my God. Because normally people with like clipboards, so it's like normal. It doesn't seem that weird to like ignore them. And I was like, what if she comes back? And he was like, I don't know, maybe. And then she did come back like 15 minutes later and ring the doorbell again. I didn't get it again because I'm the worst. And then she taped a, she taped a note on the door. And I saw her oh. do this through the camera. And I was like, ah, because this is like my most social, like anxiety life, kingdom life. I was like, oh, clearly we like, offended this person in some way or like i don't know did i like run over like something with my car like what is going on because i guess like automatically assume it's just like the worst thing and i did something to offend this person can sure. we pa- can we pause so tyler yes. and i can both guess uh, what she was on about what was on the note <laughs> yeah yes tyler do you want to go, um, go first or second the only people who've ever like come to visit me at my home have been like jehovah's witnesses so i'm gonna say it was a religious pamphlet okay sam uh, i think that she was peddling a service either uh pest extermination or lawn care okay interesting so i did finally go out to like get the note after you know leaving ample time for her to like walk away <laughs> so she wouldn't see her. you yeah yes, she totally might have been normal. hiding in the bushes waiting for yep. you to check your note I with a sniper the note. rifle I grabbed the note and it just says, hello, my daughter ran her bicycle into your mailbox. (laughs) She has destroyed your mailbox. Please, (laughs) please let me know how you would like to proceed with like their names and their phone numbers on it. And I was like, oh, it's actually super nice. And I should have just talked to this lady because she's like, oh my God, my stupid kid like trashed your mailbox. And did you peep your mailbox? Is it totally fucked? It was totally fucked, yeah, because basically it's, like, you know, it's, like, you know, four, uh, like, beams of wood, like, up, and there's, like, the mailbox on top of it. The wood had kind of just split apart at the seams. Like, it wasn't totally on the ground, but the whole thing was just, like, exploded, like, clearly, like, broken. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So I ended up talking to her, and, and then she sent her husband over to, like, fix it and, like, nail it back together. And then I actually was going to the grocery store today, and she was outside painting it <laughs> for me because she felt... She had, like, Aww. extra paint from, like, I think when a snowblow took her mailbox out. And so she was, like, fixing it for me super nice. I told her, I was like, it's going to look better than before your daughter, like, hit the mailbox. And she was like, yeah. It's like, thank you for agreeing with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> our mailbox did look like trash before, kind of. Because it's just, like, old and the paint was chipping off of it. And, you know, the elements of Wisconsin take its toll. That's that's so. great, though, that, uh, I mean, it's it sucks that she was racked with guilt and all that but i know like someone being like oh here's a fuck up i should probably do the right thing and make this right and and like i could see someone ring the doorbell once and being like they didn't answer i tried fuck them yeah well she definitely i was talking on the phone with her and she said like they're trying to teach their like kids like you don't just you know break something and then walk away without leaving a note and i was like that's actually a very good lesson yeah. To teach that. I'm sure, like, when I was a youth, I did stuff like this and just, like, beamed it, like, left and, like, oh, didn't tell anyone about I it. absolutely know. <laughs> so, I was like, this is actually really nice that your kid, like, told you that they hit the mailbox and then you guys are fixing it. So. How old is this all, kid and how bad at biking is, is this kid that they run into a mailbox? How old is the kid? Yeah. Actually, I actually asked them this because I was curious. Eight years old is how old the kid okay. was. Yeah, actually, I have a funny story about that specific kind of concept of, like, oh, how old is the kid that, like, jacked your stuff? So, uh, one time I was at my parents' house, like, back in the day, actually not that long ago, and um, listener in front of the show, my sister Kay, was practicing a handstand, 
and then she crashed through the window, like knocked out a pane of glass while she was doing this because she wasn't good at a handstand. And then, you know, so the next day my dad had like a guy come over to like, look at the window and like fix it and stuff. And I overheard the guy ask my dad like, oh, how old is your daughter? And my dad was like 30 because at the time she was like 30 years old. <laughs> and so it's just like funny because I feel like I was like, oh, it's going to be like a little kid like throwing a ball. Like, nope, my adult daughter That's funny. is falling over. So I liked that. So I wanted to know if it was, like, an adult woman who, like, just crashed her motorcycle or something into the <laughs> mailbox. But it was a kid. So. Do, do you think this That's is uh, the start of a beautiful friendship? Or do you think this is the end of this interaction? They this seem is, nice. It's more interactions than I've had with any of my neighbors. Well, that's the main thing. I was, like, I was, like, so excited to, like, chat with her while she was painting my mailbox. But I was, like, oh, God, I'm so just, like, starred for human contact. And, and now for this interaction, you, you were talking about talking on the phone with her, but like when they were actually painting, were you like keeping distance and all that? Yeah, because it was like, oh, it's outside. And so I was like, le- I was in my driveway because I was about to go to the store and I like saw her painting the mailbox. I was like, oh, so I like popped out of the car and talked to her, but we're like keeping a safe distance. It's, it's tough because I feel like people have different thresholds for it. For, uh, you know, yeah. not being a dumbass. Like there's a... There's this group of ladies that likes to go to the park and knit. And, and what what they think they're doing is sitting far enough apart that they're being responsible. But they're too close together. And they're also too close to the sidewalk where I walk my dog. So I have to like go into the street to stay out of their range, you know? And Their blast radius. Yeah, and I'm just like... You think you're doing good, but you're doing bad, and it makes me so yeah. angry. Come on, look. Stupid old bags trying to get outside. Who needs them? Just, just like, trying. Do it, I mean, do I guess, it they just say being outside is like less risky than being inside. But yeah, if you're like real close, then it like doesn't. But it's like just—it's a huge park. Just move your chairs a few feet in and a few feet apart, and I won't hit you at all. Yeah. Just hit them with your car. Won't have to deal with it again. Run your, have your daughter run a bicycle into them and break them. Yeah. Well, she is negative three months old, so she's not quite ready for a bike yet. Yeah. Not yet. I did think my mailbox being destroyed was, like, weirdly timely with all the USPS drama. I was, like, with that child of Trump agent coming to, like, destroy my mailbox. But I guess not, because their parents were cool about it, so. I am worried about, um, getting the mail-in ballot. I feel like, Mary, we should make a pact to text one another when we get ours so we can know to, like sure all right, all right it should be coming soon because um they say they, i heard on the radio today it was like six weeks before the election is about when you should expect to get your mail-in ballot okay. so that's still a ways out uh, yeah because i requested mine a long time ago i we we got ours for the primaries uh plenty early and it was fine but yeah. the the last there there was like a I forget a municipal election or whatever a few months ago and mm. Emily and I both requested mail-in ballots and she just never got hers. Yeah. A lot of people didn't get them for that one. So and, that was unfortunate. And, uh, we just care less about that one. So no one made a big fuss, but, um, yeah, I'm just going to go to the polls cause I'm not a soy boy beta cuck. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you'll get sick and you'll die and it'll be fine. Well, I was the thing, like, if I don't have my absentee ballot in time, I'm going to go vote. I actually did go vote in person for the primary because I forgot to request an absentee for that one. And I was like, I want to go vote. 
Yeah. Good news. They like set up a giant weird tent outside that was huge and nobody else was there. So it was like fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly the same with me because I live in an incredibly small town and the polling place is like just for the town. So Mm -hmm. there's like at max five people there. You know what I mean? So I don't really have to worry about it. The last time I voted in person, I was in a line 40 people deep. Oh, wow. But I guess if we don't get the mail-in thing, maybe we'll try to do the early voting, which I feel like probably won't have the same crowd. Yeah, or if you have have to go at, like, weird times, like, don't go, like, right first thing in the morning and don't go, like, at 5 p.m. Yeah, we always went first thing in the morning, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I'll go at 2.30 or whatever. Yeah, that's my voting tips for life. But, yeah, my moral of the story is don't be afraid of your neighbors because they're just trying to help your mailbox. In my experience, my neighbors are always trying to sell me ways uh, ways to eliminate, uh, bugs and animals that live in my home <laughs> and they aren't animals? my neighbors at all uh rodents but like uh, they're like they they're like, have a lot of dogs we have at least two dogs and you seem to hate them so we would like to i love my dog dogs. and i tolerate my other dog uh <laughs> we we had someone come by and tyler i think this will really speak to you as uh someone who's like libertarian only in their thoughts about privacy um sure Someone came by, uh, and they were like, yeah, um, we're going to be out here tomorrow to spray bugs at a bunch, spray for bugs at a bunch of different houses. And, you know, we're looking to fill out our roster. So we would give you a big discount. And, but I was like, we don't have bugs, so it's fine. And and they were like, yeah, but, uh, you know, your neighbor, Jane, uh, I'm doing her thing. And then, you know, you, you know, your other neighbors and he just kept listing neighbors and their first and last names uh, and you're like i don't even know this and <laughs> Weird I, as hell. and i and i was like thing one i don't need your service thing two i don't want to give you my information if you're going to give it to everyone because yeah, i don't walk around and be like oh like your neighbor sam ginsburg over there isn't spraying his lawn so you should go tell him to do it because he's being a big jerk about it i mean i some neighbors i could see being like there's a there's someone whose last name is Ginsburg is in this neighborhood and going and that becomes a whole thing that becomes a whole thing yeah there's a bunch of old old racist whites in this neighborhood is my point yeah well yeah well good good I'm glad you did not get uh get hustled Samuel proud of you you know me I'm from the streets yeah uh so you guys did you guys hear about that uh that Georgia police helicopter that some dude shot at no was it no? you well, that's that's where I was going. This guy in Georgia, a police helicopter is flying over his house, and he shot it and because he didn't like it flying so close to his house. And now he's going into jail for 15 years. And it just sometimes really gives a, gives me a glimpse into what my future could be. You know what I mean? So don't shoot helicopters. Right. The moral of that story. But I just, like, I really identify with that sentiment. Like, I fucking hate drones. God, I hate drones. I think shooting a drone is a lot different from shooting a helicopter though that's that's true Probably but you're the jail depending on the drone you would you're no you're not allowed to take out people other people's drones what if they're i guess i don't know how property and airspace work like if it landed on my front porch i can definitely shoot it there's no way yeah. there's no way you could tell me i can't shoot it what if it's hovering an inch off my porch then can i shoot it where is the line so you you own like the land and actually down to a certain point there is a bottom yeah, you- limit do you own, like, a, the tube of air above well, your square of house? Well, I'm, like I'm saying, like, I know there's, like, a bottom limit to what you own. Like, you don't own down to the Earth's core. 
Um, right. There's actually like a like legal stuff about that. I would presume that there's also an upper limit, but I I don't know. Then I I guess I could I just could I just say it landed on my porch and that's why I <laughs> shot it. I don't have guns. This is moot, but right. I really well when I I will let you know when I try it. I'll let you know the answer. Do you own firearms, Tyler? Not yet. Yeah, all right. No, I, I I do intend to not honestly not for like self defense or anything like that. I just enjoy target stuff. Like I really enjoyed archery as a kid and like BB guns and stuff like that. So I just want like a little plinker. Maybe um, he's get into archery again. Well, but I mean, I, yeah, yeah. If you take down, <laughs> if you take down a drone with a crossbow, you'll be number one on Reddit. That's all I'm saying. But I don't own a gun because I don't have space to put, like, a gun safe. And I'm not going to be a crazy person who just, like, keeps it in my drawer. You know <laughs> drawer? I mean? Yeah, just casual. Yeah. So up uh, until I have, like, adequate means of locking one up, I will not purchase one. That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'm a reasonable guy with guns. <laughs> I always think... Uh... Sure, a gun safe is the is the best approach, but a gun safe is mostly to make sure that kids don't get into it. What if I just duct taped it to the ceiling of my bedroom? I, uh, I could get to it, but a child couldn't. Uh, well, a child... I could also not get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That <laughs> way, Mary's children there. and Marys are unable to obtain it. Well, Sam, I think that's fine until your child gets to a certain age when they like learn how to use tools. And then if you also own a broom, you're in big trouble. You, you know, know what I mean? You know me. I don't sweep this shit. That's true. That's true. Well, that's been Tyler's uh, gun safety class. Uh, you want to wrap this thing up and rate our beers? I think we ought to. All right. Marigold. Oh, I've been drying this this whole time. I'm just, can I just give it? Can I just, like, pass? What? <laughs> I don't want to rate it because of the whole founder's thing because I fucked up. <laughs> Well, I'll give it a one because it's bad and full of racism. No, rate it, rate it as it tasted. I mean, you can, it's you can. Fine. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just, it's a very, as you can tell from the description I gave before, where it was like, oh, it's just the founder's porter, which they say is dark and rich and sexy. It's just like a porter, period. There's nothing exciting about it. Sure. So did it? I mean, it tastes, you know, good for a porter. I guess I'd probably give it like, like a four because like it's a porter it is what it is it's not particularly exciting right i liked the lady on the label that was why i bought it because like she seems sexy that seems cool <laughs> all right so. well yeah i because like <sighs> you should give the caveat right like they are they are bad dudes and we shouldn't be drinking their stuff but since you have it i want to know what the beer actually tasted like so oh, it's fine it just tasted like normal and would you recommend this to racists who are just want whatever dark beer they can get their hands on fox news watchers cool uh i had from new belgium uh sparkling lime lager 4.4 percent abv tasted a lot like lime it's about it really in there uh just one note beer very drinkable though i don't know i didn't particularly enjoy it but like it wasn't garbage like i thought it was gonna be so i guess i'll give this like a I get 3.9, and I'll recommend this to, <sighs> I don't know, do you not really like beer, but you want to drink a whole bunch of them? Try out <laughs> Sparkling Lime Lager by New Belgium, because it is fairly drinkable. Samuel. 
Yep, uh, I had Innocent Gun, Blood Red Sky, Rum Barrel Red Ale. And this beer had uh, some sweetness to it that I think might be attributed to the rum, but also maybe the malt. Um, no hop balance to speak of. Uh, no interesting yeast character. I think it is meant to just feature the rum barrel. thing about that is I don't really like rum. It had a boozy bite to it. Um, uh, do either one of you... Did, did I talk about the ABV on this before? I don't know. What, what do you think it would be? If there's uh, rum in it? Rum, rum barrel aged. Ten? I would say like a, like a seven. Wow, Mary, very close. 6.8. Oh, Nailed okay. It. But That's lower than I thought it would be. Yeah, and, and that Tyler, I guess that, because usually when you have a barrel-aged thing, it's in the 9 to 10 range. And I, I just, I thought it would be more interesting than it was, and also thought it would be more tasty than it was. There's a proud tradition on the show of giving a beer its ABV. Uh, I will give this beer half of its ABV, a 3.4, and I recommend it to no one. Oh, wow. Okay, well, y'all had very not like you know not great options this week. Yeah, who nobody who's, who's yeah. who had the highest score? Who liked their beer the most? It was, was the, me. You very, guys very in favor of Founders Porter. I think you did this to me on purpose. You both were like, we got undercut. <laughs> when, when, so when she likes her beer the best. I was planning on rating mine low, but when he went under you, I was so pleased. Oh man, <laughs> you well. Buckets. Well, Mary, thanks for coming on and yeah. spreading your virulent nationalism. Oh, boy. Uh, Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? Uh, yeah. You ever have, like, a double dry-hopped IPA? I feel like I must have. Yeah, well, how about a quadruple dry-hopped IPA? That's what I got. Oh, oh, my God, my mind is blown. That sounds kind of Yeah, I think well, it's going to smell yes. really good and taste <laughs> eh. That's my guess. Well, I'm not surprised, Mary, that you're not uh, in favor of it because you don't like anything that's, like, different, you know? So. <laughs> I wonder if this joke will carry over to the next time she's on. I kind of hope not because then I think her <laughs> next appearance will be her last. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll forget by next time. I promise next time on the show I will not have a founder's beer. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, listener, if you want to uh, tell Mary how disappointed you are in her, Please tell uh, me. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday and comment on links at BrewsdayTuesday.com. Do all the best to keep it on. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. Episodes, I'm like, this is my worst episode, and I feel like I just keep digging holes where it's just like, wow, I'm like freaking Shia LaBeouf over here digging holes. <laughs>